You're listening to the Fertility Academy Podcast, Episode 32. Today, we're going to dive into some ideas to help you navigate the two-week wait. And this is applicable no matter how you're conceiving, whether it's without medical intervention, with IVF, or even through surrogacy. So stay tuned. Welcome to Fertility Academy, a podcast where we provide you with information and tools to help you optimize your fertility to grow your family no matter where you are in your fertility journey. We offer interesting, creative, and evidence-based information and give you practical tools to help you get closer to your goal of building a family. I'm your host, Michelle Kapler. I'm a fertility-focused acupuncturist and Chinese medicine practitioner, board-certified fertility specialist, and fertility coach with over 10 years of experience helping my patients build their families. I'm so glad you're here with us. Let's get on with the episode. Hello and welcome. Thank you for being here today. And thank you for tuning in every week. And the most beautiful thank you to those of you who've been leaving us such wonderful reviews and five-star ratings. This quick and simple action is so helpful for a new podcast like us because it makes it easier for people to find us who might need to hear these messages too. Before I get started on today's topic, I want to tell you about something I'm really excited about. On July 1st, I'm going to be releasing my brand new free video course called The Fertility Stress Solution. In this course, I'm going to break down a really simple method for working through anxiety and stressful emotions during your fertility experience. This course is applicable during any stage of your experience, whether you're just starting out and feeling overwhelmed, or maybe you're about to do your first or fifth round of IVF and your anxiety is feeling like it's taking over. No matter where you are, I can help. This course is totally free. And it's going to be available on July 1st, 2021. If you're listening to this episode the day it's released, you can sign up to have immediate access the moment it comes out. And that'll be through a waiting list. And if you're listening after July 1st, you can grab it and start watching it right away. Head on over to michellecapler.com slash stress to sign up now. Again, that's michellecapler.com slash stress. And of course, I'm going to link that in the show notes so you can find it easily. So let's talk about the two-week wait. It's likely that you're familiar with the term, but just in case any of you are new to the fertility jargon, let me explain. The two-week wait is a period of time after you have potentially conceived when you're waiting to find out if conception has occurred. This might mean that you've had intercourse around ovulation. It might mean that you had an IUI. It might mean that you just completed an embryo transfer in an IVF cycle, or it might mean that you're waiting to see if a transfer was successful in a surrogacy relationship. Regardless of how you're making the baby, the two-week wait is notorious for being stressful, anxiety-ridden, and just an all-around hard time. During this period, the brain likes to offer us many thoughts, some of them useful and some of them not so much. It's easy to feel like the insanity is setting in. Here are some examples of many of the thoughts that my patients and clients' brain offer them through the two-week wait. I'm not pregnant. I don't feel anything. I'm not pregnant. I feel everything but it's just the meds or it's all in my head or it's PMS. I should have done things differently in that cycle. I should have made my partner take different supplements. I should be able to do this. It's going to be stressful and sad if I find out that I'm not pregnant. Again, my body is broken. Why can't I just do this one thing that my body was apparently meant to do? Maybe I should go on Google just one more time to see if my tingling nipples mean anything. I know my period's coming. I can feel it. I can't keep doing this. Do any of those sound familiar to you? What I want to offer you is that these are all just thoughts. 
They're not facts. They're little messages that our brain sends us because human brains do this. Brains are wired to constantly scan for danger. That is the worst case scenario. It's normal to have these thoughts arise because they are just thoughts. We don't have to make them mean anything about who we are as people or how inherently worthy we are. So that leads me to my first of the four tips that I'm going to offer you on how to move through the two-week wait. Number one, allow your thoughts and emotions, but don't make them mean anything. Riding the fertility roller coaster will come with its inevitable ups and downs. As I talked about a few minutes ago, your brain might offer you a plethora of thoughts, some positive and some negative. From there, when you think one of these thoughts, it will create a feeling in your body, an emotion. When you think, I should have done things differently in this cycle, you might feel anxious. When you think, my body is broken, you might feel sad. Notice that it's your thoughts that are ultimately creating these feelings. And also know that it's all part of the process and part of the experience. It's important to allow these feelings when they come up. So what do I mean by this? Think of an inflated beach ball as a representation of your emotions. If you resist that emotion, if you continually not allow yourself to feel it, it's like pushing the beach ball under the water. Have you ever tried to push a beach ball underwater in the lake or in a swimming pool? You can do it, but it takes a lot of energy. And eventually, when you get tired enough, it pops back up through the water and may smack you right in the face with force even stronger than when it was simply sitting on the surface. Resisting anxiety often creates more anxiety with more force. Resisting anger often creates more anger. Resisting sadness often creates more sadness. By allowing our feelings, we experience them and move through them. When we resist them or numb out so we don't feel them at all, and here I'm talking about overeating, overshopping, overconsumption of social media, overdrinking, anything you do to numb out, these emotions eventually just get magnified. So my advice is to allow it all. The anger, the sadness, the anxiety, the impatience. It's part of the wide spectrum of human emotion that we get to experience as humans with human brains. Number two, stay off the Google and stay out of the chat rooms. Have you ever Googled your symptoms or asked about your drug protocol in a Facebook support group? I think it's always interesting to ask yourself why you're doing this. In my experience, it's almost always for the purpose of comparison. Comparing yourself to others will almost never work in your favor. And this is for a few reasons. Firstly, no two humans will ever have exactly the same fertility experience. We all have different bodies. We all have different reasons for our fertility difficulties. And comparing yourself to others won't get you any reliable answers because you are not them. There may be a day in the future when science will know enough about how human reproduction works to be able to give us a more intelligent guess, but that's not how it works right now. There are so many unknowns, so many unique and individual nuances to every couple, every person. Comparing yourself to someone with a different body, a different situation, and a different set of circumstances just won't serve you, and in my experience, usually causes more anxiety or despair. So just don't do it. Don't Google things. Don't go in the chat room. Just do something else. Number three, take rest. We exist in a world that was created for male physiology. The male biological clock works on the 24-hour cycle. Every day, a man can get up and perform with the same level of outward productivity that he did the day before, 
from day to day and things don't vary greatly. But women and people with female hormones, on the other hand, operate on monthly cycles. There are times in the month when we are more inclined to be highly outwardly productive and wonderfully creative. And if you're wondering, this is typically before and during ovulation. We are physically stronger and we have more stamina. But after ovulation, that is during the time of the two-week wait, we're biologically inclined to be physically working on growing humans with our bodies. The hormonal patterns and functions during this time of the month create an inclination of turning inward and going more slowly. Because whether or not you are actually pregnant, your body is going to send you the message that you need to conserve energy during this time. So during the two-week wait, which can also be referred to as the luteal phase of the menstrual cycle, rest more. Go to bed earlier if you're tired. Choose forms of exercise that are more gentle, such as yoga or low-impact movement, such as walking, or skip the exercise altogether. Give yourself permission to be less outwardly productive. Say no to social gatherings if it feels too tiring to attend. Number four, say no to toxic positivity. If you take nothing else away from this episode, I want you to hear this one the loudest. Toxic positivity is a concept that's being discussed more often these days, but it's reflective of something that I think is highly problematic in the coaching world. This concept of high vibes only and just think positive, it basically sends the message that you are doing something wrong when you experience uncomfortable emotions such as anxiety, stress, sadness, anger, all very common when experiencing infertility. But the thing is, These emotions are part of the human experience. In fact, they are actually necessary. Because the thing is that you can't experience joy without sadness. You can't experience light without dark. You can't experience the full spectrum of positive emotions without the negative ones. And that's the thing about life. No matter your circumstances, life is always 50-50. You get 50% positive and 50% negative. When you experience anxiety, sadness, grief, anger, nothing has gone wrong. It's not only okay, it's expected that you will feel these things because you are human. Telling yourself to just be positive or good vibes only when you're actually feeling anxious is like pushing that beach ball underwater. Eventually, it'll come right back up at full force. So when you're feeling sadness, feel it in your body. What's it like? Where in your body do you feel it? Is there a particular sensation like tightness or heaviness or heat that you can recognize? Notice it. Let it be there. Take it along with you for a while. Nothing has gone wrong. How did that episode sit with you today? I'd love to chat with you about it over on Instagram. You can find me at Michelle Kaffler. I'll link that in the show notes so you can find it easily. I'm going to be back next week with another episode. And until then, take care. Thank you for joining us on Fertility Academy. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you loved our content today, please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts and share it with someone who you think might find it helpful. Don't forget to subscribe to be the first to be notified of new episodes. A new one comes out every Wednesday. To keep in touch with us and to continue the conversation, you can find us over on Instagram at Fertility Academy or join us on our private Facebook group, the Fertility Academy Community. Both are linked in the show notes today. Until next time, have a great week.